you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. Thank you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk, where we don't gossip, we just talk. On set, I have the lovely Mitra. What's up, y'all? And I also have the lovely Celeste. What's up, everybody? All right. It is Girl Talk one-on-one, ladies. So, ladies, I have a great topic for us today, and I think it's very important. And we're going to talk about losing your identity. Because it can be so hard to do. And I feel like the biggest problem a person can encounter is losing their identity. And they're very uh, unrecognizable. They don't even know who they are. They look in the mirror or somebody asks them, okay, well, who are you? They can't even say. Mm. Because they don't know. Mm. And you can easily lose your identity under under people right it's like when you in the, when you are in someone else's shadow it's like you don't know and what i mean by that it's like different things could be uh under shadow it's not only people but work yeah you know if you have children if you're married um or if you're single and you just don't know what to do with yourself like you have absolutely no idea what your purpose is Right. It's like you can get lost in the sauce. Absolutely. I hear that. Yep. And I've I've had my experience. I had my share to where I lost my identity. And I didn't know who I was. People would ask me. They was like, who are you? I would give them all the outside criteria. Well, I do this and I do that. Yeah. And they like, no, that's not who you are. That's what you do. Who are you? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? But it was it was terrible and it made me look at myself like dad i don't know who you are right yeah. right and the crazy part about that tanisha is you actually you have to know exactly who you are you have to find your identity first before you can even proclaim an identity if you will yeah mm-hmm. and Absolutely. a lot of people just don't even make that first step of of finding out who they actually are you know yeah yep that's that's a that's a good point that's like going to school for three years you're in college and you haven't identified your major yet girl yes you know general courses and every general course you know they're going to add up towards some bigger degree but you have no idea what it's what it is yet Mm mm-hmm and I think that has a lot to do with upbringing you know I credit my parents specifically my dad because he really had a strong hand in making sure I understood my position you know in this world as a woman Mm -hmm. but my parents did a really good job of giving me kind of an open open playbook of of here's the rules that we set here's the rules that God sets within those figure out what you want to be in life and go for it immediately and so even though there have been things that maybe I've taken a step back from I am blessed that I've always known who I was the moment where I lost myself was when I took my eyes off that focus of who I was yep 
because it, it, you can fall into one of two categories. You can be someone who just is kind of more of a free spirit and has to figure out life more on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Or you can be someone like myself who kind of always knew, but allowed life to throw them off that course somewhat. Yep. Right. And I'm not sure which is worse. Um, I, I would almost say mine was really painful because it's upsetting when you're like, okay, I know I'm the shit. Why don't I feel like it? Yeah. Like, why am I not operating that yep. way? Why am why is everything I'm touching failing? What's up? Yep. It's like, it's so hard for you to look at the things that's going right for yourself. Cause you're too, fi- too busy focusing on what's going wrong. Man, yep. And I was terrible with that. I was, I couldn't never, it was hard for me to give myself credit on the things that I was doing. I was focused on where I wasn't. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's a part of the, the issue too. Like a lot of times we fall in love with the facade of, where we think we should be oh making that yes taking steps to to achieve that common goal but um and and social really bad for that as well social media reality tv it's it's all a part of it because we see the end result but we don't see the struggle behind becoming you or them becoming them right yep so. I totally agree. Agree. Okay. Yep. Y'all hit the nail right on the head with that because a lot of people don't understand that dealing with people, and it's sad, but people can make you lose your focus because you're too focused on their opinion yeah. versus what's best for you. Right. Uh, now let's go back to my parents. These same great parents are, are also the same parents who... Only maybe a year ago, I finally got to the realization that I can't live for them. Because even though they allowed me to figure some things out, I still was very much underneath the stronghold of wanting to impress them, wanting to appeal to what I thought their overall beliefs were. But they got their house, their $300,000 house, and they got their spouse, and they got their car, and they got their savings account, and they they pour one. They got their setup. I have to do what is going to make sense for me. And it took me... 34 years of trying to be this perfect Christian who was also this perfect daughter who was, you know, you got to not be so concerned with other people's opinions. And it really doesn't matter what the relationship is to that person, just because it's a parent, a spouse, a child, a friend, like they don't reserve the right to dictate to you the level of success you are, you are owed based on what they think is, is right for you. Nobody has that. That, that is between you and the most high. And you've got to make sure that you, you you know that on the front end or it will be. It's very easy to lose yourself trying to please other people. And you can have the best intentions because it's good to want to please your parents. Right. But it certainly had a it had a toxicity to it because I went too far too often and I would get depressed if I didn't get the level of applause from them that I wanted for certain things. Had to stop caring. Right. Yep. Those are strongholds mm-hmm. that we have to to be able to to notice and to see like hey it's it, it's about me at the end of the day it's about me reaching my full potential or me reaching my goals um, yeah and and a lot of times I feel like we we as women we we try to please we want to please our significant others we want to please our kids we want to please mm-hmm. our jobs. we want to please our friends we want to please everybody around them and sometimes the, I go back to my motto like you can't pour from an empty cup. So yep. at the end of the day, take care of self and 
everything else will fall into place. Very true. Yep. So you got to get to that point to where you no longer make choices that don't serve you right in the best way and then also because when you do that you end up losing your sense of direction which is going to cause you to lose yourself you know so and it is a form of selfishness yep. selfishness but I you agree. have to have that yep. you have to have it but yep. because you know the lack of it is really essentially putting everyone else before yourself and that's you know no one needs to be a martyr you're not gonna get any points at the end of the day at the end of no rainbow right for, for carrying a, yep. a weight that that's too heavy for you yeah right. and i'm so glad you said that celeste because some people feel like being selfish is a bad thing and sometimes you have to be selfish i feel like there is a good and a bad selfish when you're yeah. selfish and, and it's just you know plumb up over the top and just <laughs> observe <laughs> But then you have that selfishness to where you have to to gain control over your life because people are taking advantage of that and you're losing yourself. And I'm not saying everybody will take advantage of it, but it comes to that point to where you have to be selfish or you're going to lose everything about yourself. Like even with this may sound bad. I hope my listeners don't take this the wrong way. But sometimes even with your kids, you have to be selfish. It is true. And I just learned that with my nine-year-old. I just learned that. It's true. You have to. Yep. Because because to Mitra's point, you'll yep. be pouring from an empty mm-hmm. cup. Yep. And if you don't know yourself, how can you teach your kids on how to learn yourself with their true identity? <laughs> you don't even know. That's like the blind leading the damn blind. So how you going to tell them, how to give them the instructions, but you got lost in the sauce? Right. Yep. Right. If they come to you and be like, well, what do I do if I end up losing my focus or if I lose, you know, lose, get your goal? Yeah, that part is thank you. (laughs) 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 You know, it's like you, you got to at least be able to teach, give them some teaching to that, you know? Right. Right. And one thing that I've learned also when you lose yourself it's like reading a book and you forget the page that you're on <laughs> yeah and you have to go back well you know some people have to go back to the drawing board but then some people still stay at that same spot trying to figure out what page they on and just can't figure it out right so they just start wherever they can which could be a beautiful thing or sometimes a disaster <laughs> confusion baby. <laughs> confusion <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so i have a question for you ladies yes when it comes to losing your identity how do you think it plays with the woman's position today or in general i think your identity is so important and i'm just going to speak from our narrative as black women mm-hmm. um i think it's so important for the black woman to really know who she is right now and it's not to put any more pressure on her than we already have because the black woman has always supported the black man but i think in these additionally perilous times <laughs> it is incredibly necessary to give some time to yourself and to your point t um, you know, a couple weekends ago, I was leaving to go to my boyfriend's house and I had already told Connor, I'm going to spend tonight, which is Friday night with Antonio on Saturday. We'll come back and get you and we'll all go to the pool. He already knew this. 
once I was getting ready to leave about the door, he want to come with the guilt trips and ask me, where are you going? Well, why can't I come? And I really had to keep in mind, like, we need time from each other. It's not a negative. It's not me not being a good parent. You got a cell phone. I'm going to see you in 13 hours. It's okay. And, you know, those times that I've been too afraid to, to leave his side, do you know what he's ended up doing? Ignoring me, going in his room and being on his phone or playing with Xbox. So the reality is, you know, you have to have that time to yourself, to your point. And um, in my wrapping up, I want to just charge Black women right now and send an extra amount of energy your way and let you know that this too shall pass. We've been here before. Mm -hmm. We know what this fight is. We've done this dance before and we are unfortunately equipped for it. So it's necessary that to those of us who do have black men that we love, that we're raising at home, um, our husbands, you know, make sure that, that you're loving on them extra because each day is not promised. Forget COVID. I'm talking about just being yep. black. That is, that's my, that's my platform right now. Just being black. Yep. I totally agree. And I want to share with you guys um, on some things that I've that I've learned when it comes to learning how to identify yourself when you're lost. And you got to get to that point to where you got to know how to rebuild yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You got to go to the drawing board. Some people would be like, well, how do you rebuild yourself? You got to evaluate, meaning you got to go back to like, okay, well, everything was going good. But then at this point of life, what happened? There you go. Yep. So you have to get to that point to where you go back to the drawing board. You be like, oh, okay, well, it worked here. But then somewhere around here, that's where I got lost. And you mm-hmm. have to start like, okay, what went wrong in this area to where I got lost and then figure out a different solution. Now, if you realize what you, if you find out the answer and you realize what you was doing made you lose yourself, then you yeah. just go back and correct that. Right, you know, but then if it gets to that point to where you don't know at all, you just need to start from scratch. (laughs) Right, (laughs) I agree. See, pretty much another thing we got to do that is so hard for us to do, which is accepting our mistakes. Oh, child, yes, forgiving yourself is as 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 important as forgiving others. Yes. We cannot, our past is our past for a reason. And and we have to learn to forgive ourselves, take that experience and just don't make that same mistake again. Yeah. I completely agree to you. Yep. I agree. And once we recognize our mistakes, when you know better, you do better. Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Say that. Yes. The great Maya Angelou said that. (laughs) All right, so another thing that is very hard for us to do, some of us, you got to stop worrying about what other people think about you. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what? That is one of my biggest pet peeves because I always tell people when I have a, an associate or a friend that comes to me for advice, look, people going to talk whether you yep absolutely wonderful if you a millionaire living in your mansion on a hill they're gonna talk if you living in a 
on the shelter, they're still going to talk. So yep. why not be happy and live in your truth and your contentness and be happy rather than worrying about what they, they're saying? Because they're going to whisper regardless. That's yep. very true. Exactly. It don't matter what you do. You mm-hmm. can do everything to make some people happy and yep. it just, you know, they just won't. Exactly. Exactly. And then another thing that could be another hard thing to do for some you got to change your perception on how you think about yourself that was a hard one for me Mm. that was a hard one because I experienced a lot of blows in corporate America that I didn't think I deserved Mm -hmm. Mm. and it it changed even though I knew I was this winner and everything I touched usually won I'm like you know I'm in this space in life and I why can't I win and a lot of the feedback was more so personal, just, you know, was personal attacks. Mm-hmm. And I really had to take a lot of that in. And, and everything people say about you ain't always a lie, like all of it ain't. And right. so because some of it was so true, to your point, Mitra, I took a lot of time to forgive myself for some of the mistakes that I made in, in, in my earlier years of management, just being so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, of all the people that I think is hardest for me to forgive, it probably is myself. That's right. actually a really good point. Yep. We are our world's worst critic. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And and to your point, Celeste, I can, I can remember myself making a mistake and me beating myself up every freaking day. It's like, mm-hmm. how did you do that? You know better. Yep. You yeah. know better. Why did you do it? And, and and I just could not get to the point where I said, okay, let me just, this is a learning moment for me. Let me take these jewels and move past it. But yeah. I could not do it no matter what. And I mean, I cried and I talked to Derek and I was like, how did I fall into this rabbit hole that they wanted me to fall into? Yeah. Yep. Corporate America, same as you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story. So story time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was training a new person, and um, she was very aggressive. Just she knew everything. This was her second day on the job. She knew everything, <laughs> and trying to explain to her like, "Hey, this is how you." I mean, even though I was being friendly, I'm trying to show her, and it was just nothing. Like I got nothing. So the old Mitra, like I hadn't seen her in years. She came out and she came <laughs> out <laughs> and she became that that stereotypical angry black woman. Yeah. And I was so like I was so disappointed in myself that I went there with her. Yeah. And of course, everybody demonized me. Mm-hmm. They were like, he's new. How could you? Oh, (laughs) it was just like, really? So, of course, I'm just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I did that. So I called Derek immediately. I was like, I done messed up. I done messed up. And he was like, what happened? And he says, well, what you first need to do is you need to apologize to her because you got out of character. And I said, "Okay, I'll do that. So the first thing I did when when the whole situation had died down a little bit, I apologized. And I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gotten loud. But, you know, um, I said, I shouldn't have gotten loud. And I left it at that. I didn't put a butt in there, but I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so then next thing I know, we're having a meeting and it's like, um, 
this girl is literally crying her eyes out. Mind you, I <laughs> apologized and told her I was wrong for getting loud, but that wasn't relayed back to management at all. It was still pound on Mitra Day. So, of course, everybody's looking at me like I'm just like this terrible person. And I was just like, I can, I let my, I really let myself down at this point. But fast forward, everybody realized who this person was months down the line. So, so now I'm not the bad guy anymore because they know exactly who she is and what she writes. But still, I let myself fall into that rabbit hole. And encourage all of our listeners, like, don't let some, because you have to allow someone to get in your headspace to make you get to that point. And I told myself, I said, I will never get back to that point. And I haven't. So um, I'm very proud of myself. And you just have to forgive yourself and move on and take those, those little jewels as learning lessons and don't do it again. Yeah. Yep. That's taking accountability. And some people don't know how to do that or some people don't want to do that being accountable for your own actions and what you know it's okay it's like okay well my bad i apologize you know learn from it and move on like we're gonna have those days to where we're going to screw up you know what i'm saying but the bad thing about about screwing up is screwing up and not fixing it yeah you know so but um i want to do the The last point here is giving yourself credit. Mm. I used to be terrible with that, guys. I will always focus on. So I'm going to tell you how I always analyze things. I will always analyze from as a, you know, due to the future. It's like it was hard for me to pay attention to the moment as if I was going through the moment because mm-hmm. I would put myself in a position and I'm already looking at the future and I'm like, yeah. you can't do that. So mm-hmm. it was, it was hard for me to give myself credit because I was looking at where I wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing I was just in the present. I could register for school, be in school, but still wouldn't give myself credit for being in school because I'm looking at the future. I ain't got the degree yet. And I got the damn job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not looking at the path that I'm going, even if it has nothing to do with school, it's just anything that I'm doing, that I'm doing very well. Like if I'm just doing it, you know what I'm saying? I can't look at, it was hard for me to see what I was doing. I was focused on what wasn't happening or what I didn't have. It's so easy to do that, honestly. Yep. It is. Yep. And like you said, Mitra, social media can definitely play be a downfall when it comes to that because when you look at social media you see people with all these lavish lifestyles and mm-hmm. you know all this money and all this success and then you looking at your life like damn right but see you gotta realize sometimes everything that glitter ain't gold baby girl facts. major facts that is so facts oh my gosh yes so you know people are good about putting on that facade yep I totally agree so, and overall, we just got to learn how to, you know, rebuild ourselves, stay focused, stay on that straight and narrow path. Yeah. Don't get distracted. Don't care about what people think because people going to always have an opinion about you, whether good or bad. Absolutely. And you just got to know for yourself that, okay, I'm doing something for the beneficial of me. 
And I am happy because if you're not happy, nobody's happy. Correct. (laughs) That is certainly the facts over here. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to sleep over here if I can't sleep. Absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, the moral of the story is maintain your identity and don't get lost in the sauce behind people, regardless if it's work related a relationship, marriage, your kids, whatever you got going on. Yeah. Even with your own self. Get out of your own way. Yeah. 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 You said that. Can you say that again? Get out of your own way. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I used to be in my way all the dang on time and wondering why shit always went wrong because I couldn't stay the F out of it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, yo, chill, get out of the way because you're screwing it up. Like just let it run its course like yeah yeah just just let it be like you already took the initiative steps to get in the door like just woosa calm down right just do it times t it's 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 good to write those things down that way you have a tangible document that you can go back to and say hey like this is me yeah. Yep. This is what I've accomplished. Exactly. Right. And that's right. when that vision board comes into play. When you write down your it's it's like writing down your vision and making it plain. So it's like you're writing down the steps and you're keeping track of everything you ought to do, which helps keep you focused and grounded. You know, yep. Yep. Yeah. On track. Yeah. I like that. Oh yeah. So do you ladies have anything you want to add? I think you guys really covered it really well. And I think our listeners can take away a lot of gems from that. I agree. I agree as well. All right. And that is the Inside Scoop. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. And when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now. What's up, guys? It's your girl, author Tanisha Peak, giving you the scoop on my most recent books, The Wounds from a Healing Heart, and If Only I Had a Home, Volume 1. So, for all of you book lovers and non-readers, these books are going to lock you in and make you want to read more and more and more and more. So, go over to my website at TanishaPeak.com and grab your books today. Ciao for now. Miss Miss Grady Baby Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Derek. And me, Trevor. It's Grady Baby Podcast. Come check us out on Anchor FM, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Republic, and more platforms. Also, like us on Facebook. It's Grady Baby Podcast. Also, check out the snippet from our latest episode. You don't want to miss this. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, well, you tried to kiss me, and I was like, oh, no. So then, after I just came after the kiss, I did give him a hug. That That's was it. I'm glad. I don't know what your mouth is. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, dumb. Oh, really, Derek? Okay.